Avenge Nerds is sponsored by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And guess what? Avenge Nerds is hosted on Anchor. And with Anchor, you can distribute your podcasts on listening platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts with no hassle at all. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome everyone to the Avengers Podcast where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Peyton, and with me is my co-host, Torn. What's up, Torn? Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going good. I actually, just before we started recording, I just finished um, the finale for Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and now I'm empty inside. Oh my goodness. I don't know what to do with myself. Uh, But uh, we got a good podcast for everyone today. Uh, We're going to be ranking all the MCU movies and shows uh, up until, obviously, Shang-Chi. Um... But first, we got the news of the week, and we got some pretty uh, some pretty cool stuff for uh, the news. I mean, we're going to be talking about some Emmy wins uh, for Marvel, um, some DC stuff, uh, a little bit of Star Wars stuff, and some like uh, a little bit of Mortal Kombat news. So let's start off with the Marvel news. Um, they Mar- uh, WandaVision won three Emmys, <laughs> which is. Uh, I, I believe it's Marvel's like first Emmy win, any Emmy anything. Uh, they won for Outstanding Production Design for a Narrative Program, Outstanding Fantasy slash Sci-Fi Costumes, and Agatha All Along won Best Music and Lyrics. So that's exciting. Uh, these superhero things usually don't get awards, especially at the Oscars. Emmys are a bit more lenient and fair. <laughs> with that sort of stuff so that's cool the people behind uh insomniac's wolverine game that was announced uh what was it like last week uh they confirmed a mature tone for the game so that's very exciting i don't know it's 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 a little um gray on whether they mean uh, a mature rating or just the tone Personally, I think it should be both because I don't know. I feel like Wolverine is one of those characters that like shouldn't be like toned down. Definitely. Like he's a very he's a he's a very aggressive person with aggressive nature. So ideally, it would... ideally, it should have a mature tone. Yeah. Really? Uh, or not a mature tone, a mature rating. Yeah doesn't necessarily mean there has to be like blood and guts everywhere where that'd be pretty cool though um but i they also probably want this to sell as much as possible and a m-rated game maybe won't do as well but at the same time you have stuff like call of duty that outsells everything every year so there's that um mark millar are you familiar with mark millar or mark miller whatever yes uh, he, in an interview, uh, was talking about Marvel Zombies in the latest episode of Marvel's, or not the latest episode, last week's episode of Marvel's What If. Um, uh, he said that Marvel is looking to do a live-action 
Marvel zombies in some form. I would like to see that. I am mixed. <laughs> uh, I wasn't a huge fan of the episode. Zombies aren't really my thing. I don't like The Walking Dead. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just for just for clarification, Peyton hates everything. He I does, don't he hate does, he, everything. I he, like he, most he, things. I just uh, no, <laughs> no. You hate anything that's not realistic. That's that's just a flat out lie. Superheroes are realistic. That's Superheroes are not realistic, they and are. that's why they're great. I am a superhero. Are you telling me I one of my least favorite things, one of my least favorite things any person can do is when if if there's a character like Iron Man or the Flash or Superman and like they're going at like some insane speed and they catch someone and they're like, oh, if they were actually going that speed, they would like explode. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, it's fiction. Calm down. It's That's... not that big of a deal. But uh That's true. The last bit of Marvel news here, unless you have something else, but uh, the Hawkeye trailer came out. Yes, I am actually really excited. I'm for... really excited. I I love anything Christmas. Definitely a great uh, Thanksgiving slash Christmas gift, all in one. You know, for for like you know Marvel and Marvel fans. Yeah, I'm super excited. It's also. Uh, very exciting to see Hawkeye actually getting, you know, character development. Yeah, and um, one thing I should note is that in one scene, you can see an earpiece. So yeah, my guy's deaf. Yeah, canonically deaf in the MCU. Good. Now the question is whether that he, this he's deaf like now, like through some event, or he's always been deaf and they're just kind of retconning it. Yeah. So I want to see how how they explain that. Uh, um, I kind of hope. I kind of hope it's like a recent thing because then it's like, yeah. I don't know. It feels kind of cheap if they were like, he's been deaf the whole time. Yeah, I feel like uh, maybe it'll be an explanation of like he got deaf when he was like uh, Ronin during Infinity War. Yeah, it'd be cool. Um, it's also nice seeing Kate Bishop Hell and yeah. her shot at um, Echo, who the actress is actually... Uh, deaf, deaf herself. Yeah, yeah, that's she's cool. deaf, and, deaf, deaf and native. Yep, so. and she's really rumored good. to be getting her own spinoff series. Of course. Uh, I think I think it's rumored to go into production either early next year or like spring of next year or something like that. But um, uh, I'm very curious to see her character because if she's already getting her spinoff show before the series is, is even out, then they're really confident in that character. Yeah, because I know like she has tie-ins with daredevil in which you know there's a lot of rumors and king yeah of course kingpin so who's rumored to be those... in the series i know a lot of rumors surrounding those characters so hopefully they show up sooner than later um yeah but in the comics i think she's kingpin's adoptive daughter, yeah, adopted right? daughter. and yeah. she's trained by daredevil right yes yes god that's exciting if they you know go through with that so hyped so hyped um let's move on to some dc news uh we're, oh, we got our, i was oh what? i was gonna talk about this you know the uh the venom stuff <sighs> I mean, <laughs> we can't i'll be mean, okay 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 we can't I'm, we can't i'm not gonna, I'm not gonna explain anything right we can't gonna, talk like, about get, spoilers get, get, 
Yeah, but I'm gonna give y'all a warning about Venom too. Uh, stuff got leaked. Stuff uh, definitely got leaked. Post credit scene, anything like that. So this is just a warning for people who are online and don't want to, you know, go with the, going with a fresh mind seeing Venom two. Please God, do online. not go and look up Venom two stuff on Twitter yeah, or don't. anywhere. Just don't. Even if it looks like a simple review, just don't just don't look at anything. I mean, we're not that far off the movie. You could just wait a little bit. But um, yeah. do I regret looking at that uh, at the leak? Probably a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I wish I didn't know about it. it it's, it's fine. But, yes, just wanted to explain that before we get into further news. Although, maybe, I, maybe I'm happy I saw it, because now I'm more excited for it. Because yeah. the last movie sucked ass. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Continue, please. Um, <laughs> hurting me. Let's go move into DC news. Uh, we got our first look at Peacemaker. A uh, little photo that James Gunn uh, showed off on Twitter. It's just uh, Peacemaker and his little team, which we saw in the last movie, uh, just chilling. I don't know, having a meeting or something. I don't know. But um, I'm excited for this series, personally. Uh, people uh, are not happy he's getting his own series because of what happened in the movie. But I think because of what happened in the movie... That makes him a very intriguing character, and I I really want to know where that's uh, where that's heading. Yeah, because they didn't, of course, you know, they didn't. Sh- I'm I'm pretty sure we're gonna dive into the mindset and more of the mindset and complexity of Peacemaker because he's actually a, a complicated character to say the least from the comics. So definitely, we're gonna get. Uh, more of an origin story on that. We saw a little bit of his ideology in the Suicide Squad, but for it have more detail, more depth, I'm really excited to see in the series. Definitely. Um, there's some. There was a very exciting, but also maybe not anything leak. Uh, it was a GeForce leak, and it had a, a crap ton of games. Um, and one of those games was Injustice Three. It, it was I forgot what the actual title was but it actually had a title and GeForce actually came out and said that the leak was real but all the games on there were speculative so when they're making the list they're like these are the games that we think might come out and people were like okay so maybe the Injustice 3 thing isn't real but some people also pointed out the fact that it had a, a specific title it was like oddly specific and maybe that means uh, that it has some merit. Because yeah. if the people that made this list presumably would have insider info and they would have more knowledge than the general public of what's actually going to come out, even if they don't fully know 100%. So I think that the Injustice 3 leak is, you know, I think I think it has some merit. Yeah, for sure. Although, if it isn't real, I hope that it's because they're working on that Marvel game that they're rumored to be working on. Yeah, I want to see what that's about. I want to see more about that. Hell yeah. Um, Other than that, also exciting, Superman and Lois Season 2 has begun filming. Oh, yes. 
So we're going to get that relatively soon, which is extremely exciting. The first season was just so good. Um, Tyler, whatever his name is. <laughs> Tyler Hecklin. Tyler Hecklin, thank you. Uh, is such an incredible Superman. He's, he's killing it. Um, uh, Elizabeth Tolick, I think that's her name. Yeah. Uh, as Lois Lane, in my opinion, is the best Lois Lane we've gotten ever. She's, she's actually integral to the story. She's not a damsel in distress. She's confident. She's strong. I mean, she is such a great Lois Lane. And it's like Amy Adams, Amy Adams could have been a good Lois Lane, but just like Henry Cavill, we just do not get enough of that character in that universe. Sure. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited for Superman and Lois too. Definitely, definitely one of the like, like probably the best shows to come out recently. Superhero shows that come out recently. Um, you know, I haven't seen a good show like that since like Daredevil. Definitely, because Daredevil was like really, really good. And if we had to compare um, it to other CW shows, I probably haven't. A season hasn't been that good since like Flash season one. Oh yeah, for sure. And like earlier seasons of like Arrow. Yeah, season two. But yeah, season season two. But this is, I I really like where they're where they're going where they're going with this. Um, I want to see the villain for next season. We'll probably get that soon in a couple of like months. I want to see a brighter suit. You want to see a brighter suit? No, I, want I want to see, see a brighter that. suit. I want to see that too. Actually, you know, the, the blue on the suit is kind of okay. I still wish it was a little bit brighter, but if, like, I want a brighter logo at the very least, because it's like, it's real dim. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel you. I also want to see, like, somewhere down the line, I do want to see, like, more Superman, like, evil Superman. Like, what if we get, like, a crime syndicate Superman in a way? We kind of how kind of get kind of kind of got that, but I still want to see other versions of Superman in the show. Like, yeah. what if we get what if what if we get Valzad or you know something like that? That'd be sick. Although they would have to tread lightly because yeah, if sure. they just do the same, if they just copy the Flash formula until season four, of course, and just have a speedster every season or have a Superman every season, uh, then it could get tedious. Yeah, for sure. I want to see what a Brainiac would look like, but at the same time, Brainiac's in Supergirl. So yeah, they they did Brainiac and Supergirl, and they also did Brainiac and Krypton. So maybe hold off on that one. But they could do a Doomsday. They could do Doomsday, but I'm pretty sure that'd be like that's a lot later, later, later on. But you know, one who I want to see, I want to see Lobo. Yes. Lobo, Lobo would, be, would be really good. Whoa, man, Lobo is such a badass. I want to see, I want to see Lex Luthor. I do. I do. I think I John. I think John Cryer's Lex Luthor is underrated. I think he actually does a pretty good job. If they if they put him in a more serious tone show like Superman and Lois, I think he could be really really good. For sure. Another piece of news is the Batman, I guess Warner Brothers is just super confident in the Batman, which is a great sign because it looks fantastic. But another spinoff 
of the Batman is in the works. Uh, this time, it's the Penguin. Really? Yeah, so the Penguin's getting, is supposedly getting his own spinoff series on HBO Max. Apparently, um, uh, Colin Farrell is is going to return. I don't know. I mean, because the, the movie hasn't come out yet, obviously, we don't know. Apparently, he has, like most of the villains in there, except the Riddler, are like smaller roles. They're just kind of like, it's like the long Halloween. Um, I don't know. I mean, a Penguin series could be really good and presumably based off of what we've heard of the Gotham series which I think is called what Arkham now something like that I remember, I think um not sure I think it got a, I think it got a new name but regardless uh I'm pretty sure it was rumored that it's the Batman takes place in Batman's second year but the Gotham yeah. show uh is in Batman's first year so I think I think uh, it was rumored that we might actually be seeing Robert Pattinson's Batman in that series, and I think it would be cool if we also see Robert Pattinson's Batman in this Penguin series. That's crazy. Uh, we're gonna. I mean, it's really it's it, it's really uh, looking like it's gonna be shaping up to be its own little Batman universe, which is super exciting. The, all everything about the Batman just gives me Arkham video game vibes, and. I'm oh my god I'm so excited <laughs> I'm so excited for yeah. that man can't wait can't wait to see uh, Robert Pattinson beat more people up and say let's talk <laughs> talk break people's arms they're half away from death no talk <laughs> I know dude that's just that's so funny and we're less than a month away from that new trailer oh yeah DC fandom hell yeah but uh I that that's DC. That's DC news done. Uh, there's a little bit of Star Wars news. Uh, just some Emmy stuff. Uh, the Mandalorian uh, won three Emmys, just like Wandavision. Uh, Ludwig Göransson, uh, uh, the composer for the Mandalorian, also composer of many other things like Black Panther and the best sitcom in the world, Community, uh, won <laughs> won an Emmy for best music composition for the Mandalorian. So obviously well deserved. He killed that score in that show such a great composer he's so incredible i mean he's he's getting he's getting work as he should uh it the mandalorian also won best stunt coordination and best stunt performance and it also won best special effects um the mandalorian is i believe the first uh anything to use the volume technology which is the thing where they use like the LED screens and they use like Unreal Engine and like VR technology to like move the camera within the virtual space and it actually looks legit um, <laughs> and it, they've been so successful in that obviously they just won an Emmy for it um, that they're using it in other Star Wars shows I, I believe they're using it in Ant-Man 3 I mean this I, this technology is going to be the future for filmmaking it really is say goodbye to green screen um, oh yeah but yeah the future is now sort of thing I mean it, the, just with the way the Mandalorian looks I mean green screen can't really compare it literally looks like they're on location um, we got some miscellaneous stuff um, multiple sequels and spin-offs are in, the, are in development for the live action Mortal Kombat universe uh, you know from spin-offs of the Mortal Kombat movie that's exciting. 
personally a, a lot of people hate that movie and it's like i get it uh very very, very cheesy but really really good with the fatalities definitely and or, i mean it felt like mortal kombat to me yeah i feel like it's mortal kombat but here's the thing it's like i'm a big mortal kombat fan right and after watching the movie of course you have like the recency bias hit you but then you watch i watched the movie like two or three times after that i'm like wow having their abilities as powers is really stupid to me and i don't like how like the the dragon mark is like passed down to people yeah because it's like it's kind of dumb also um i mean then against more combat uh people can get revived i just don't like how a lot of the enemies died like you know definitely K uh, cabal kano goro goro like literally got like he got annihilated he he, he <laughs> did mean... <laughs> big big plot armor for cole aka player one uh cole was all right i mean i personally didn't really care for him that much I, if uh, we did the podcast back when it came out I, I I still believe the same thing I believed then. It feels like the first part of a trilogy. It doesn't feel like a complete movie, which is bad. But if it actually gets a trilogy, it could age really well. Yeah, but I, I, I can I can see that. I definitely get why people do not like that movie. For sure, because as a movie, it's not that great. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I had fun with it. Yeah, for for criti criticism. I, I understand it completely. I understand that completely. Um, some uh, other bit of miscellaneous news. Christopher Nolan has exited Warner Brothers and are, is now making his next film with Universal. Now, this is, mm. I mean, this is huge. Uh, Christopher Nolan's been with Warner Brothers for uh, decades. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, after Tenet and the whole streaming thing and all that stuff and the theatrical release and whatnot uh, really left a bad taste in Christopher Nolan's mouth uh, he he shopped around uh, to many places he, he even Apple uh, but I guess Universal uh, was the one to actually give him what he wanted and this is I mean, I, uh, for, for, for us, the consumer, nothing's probably nothing's going to change. Universal's probably going to give them full creative control. Um, yeah. But, I mean, this is this is big news because Christopher Nolan is obviously a huge director. And whatever he does, Tenet aside, because obviously it's a special case, uh, it's a, they're big movies. So this is a, this is a big get for Universal mm. and a yeah. big loss for Warner Brothers. Yeah, I feel like Universal is actually like, you know, they're doing pretty good in terms of like movies. Uh, for example, like Candyman. I just saw Candyman last night. That was a really good movie. And they seem to have some really good movies coming up. So I'm excited that Christopher Nolan actually is partnered with Universal now. How was how was Candyman? It is actually really good. Um, no spoilers, of course. Directed by but... Nia DaCosta, correct? Nia DaCosta directing and, uh, Mar the Marvels. That's exciting. Mm, yeah, for sure. Um, also produced produced by uh, Jordan Peele. The legend. It was actually really good, really good. Um, it, I like how there's a little bit more lore to the Candyman, uh, you know, stuff like that, and it works really well as a sequel. It's a sequel to the Candyman. Oh, it is a sequel. Uh, it's not a reboot. No, it's not a reboot. It's oh. a, it's a sequel to it. So I like that a lot. 
You know, I'm not familiar with it, 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 it works. Man. It works really well. It works really well. I personally think uh, this is like a horror movie that wasn't really like like horror. Like, I mean, it's not horror as in like it doesn't attempt to jump scare you. You know, like right. it's like right, it's like right there in your face. But like as a person who's like as a film major. I can't look at movies the same anymore. Like I'm trying to, I was figuring out like what lens they were using <laughs> and like how they like did certain shots and scenes. But what really is good in the movie is the score. My God, that score is is great. Who did it? Who that did is, the score? I'm not sure. I have to look it up right now. Yeah, look it I'm up right now. Because dude, it's it's like. It's very eerie, me- menacing, and yet like hopeful in some way. I, I, it's really, like, it's really like really good. Imagine it's Ludwig again. <laughs> oh, it's 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 Robert Ike Aubrey Lowe. It's Candyman's oh, like, oh, first movie or something. What the hell? Well, Candyman's Candyman wasn't his first movie, but he's done other movies. Like it's called Miss Lovely and a spell to ward off the darkness. But I've never heard of these movies before. Oh, all right. Well, good for him then. I imagine he's going to get work after that. For sure. Um, you know what came out this past week? What? What did If. <laughs> what if episode uh, six, correct? Um, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that a bit. Uh, Freaking, uh, this one is what if Killmonger saved Tony Stank? Uh, during Iron Man 1. Um, this episode was more divisive than I was expecting. Um, yeah, it was... It, I can tell that it's a really, really weird episode. And I'm going to say this because, like, it... I'm going to say it's weird because, like... How can I say it? It's like... You never really, you never would think that Killmonger and Tony Stark would be ever be together. Of right. course, that's that's the premise of what if. Right. Um. But the thing is, my episode. The thing is about my, about this episode. I like this episode a lot, and it's really good because it's also another what if question in my mind is what if Killmonger won? Exactly. Know? So and also, you can tell, like of course you know with, like you know Tony Stark like being saved and all that stuff you can see like even like before all that happening you can see how bad of a person tony stark is definitely like you you definitely see that he's like, a, a dick all the more. way up through civil war i mean <laughs> yeah for sure but you can you can see even without all that development definitely uh, and you can see a little bit more depth of uh well i, I could say his Killmonger's ideology was throughout uh, Black Panther. You can see that through Black Panther, but it's just really more in depth in this this uh, this way, and you can just tell the lengths he's willing to go through just to get what he wants. The reaction you know? people had to this episode, the negative reaction, was nearly identical to the reaction I had for last week's episode. Yeah. People people were like it felt like rushed and whatever and it felt the tone kind of felt weird and it ended weird and abruptly and on, on like this uh, unsatisfying cliffhanger and I'm like when I watched this episode I didn't feel that 
And people didn't feel that for the zombies one, but that's what I felt for the zombies one. It's this weird mm-hmm. flip-flop for me, and I'm like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> like, people, I don't know. Like, I wasn't a huge fan of the zombie. People are loving that zombies episode. And I'm like, like, I, it's a fun episode. Like, there's fun moments, but there's just some stuff in that episode that I just cannot get around. The abrupt, <coughs> excuse me, the abrupt ending. Um, just these weird, like, these weird tonal shifts, how some characters die, and they're like, they make a joke, and they're like, haha, let's move on. And then other characters die, and they're like, wow, this is sad, let's take a a moment to take this seriously like like hope when she's like you know sick or whatever and she and peter have that heart to heart great great moment but then you also have ant-man you have scott lang watching his friend die to scarlet witch and he's like oh she's a man eater <laughs> you just watched your friend die my guy like uh, <laughs> does it it's it like it was fun but it was just odd and that's probably my least favorite episode of the series. And but this new one, I thought it was really, I thought it was pretty good. It, I don't think it was the best one. The best ones are still Doctor Strange uh, and uh, and uh, uh, T'Challa Star Lord. But I mean, seeing Killmonger win, seeing Tony Stark not be humbled. Um, uh, seeing the scene where Killmonger's like, I like anime. Oh yeah, sure. sure. Um, I saw I saw people were like, like Killmonger felt like different in this episode, and they felt like he like was written poorly. And I'm like, how? He's still Killmonger. His goal is exactly the same, except exactly. he wins. I didn't. I didn't think I, the ending was that abrupt either. I thought it actually ended on some sense of like this universe can't continue, and we could see it in the future. And I didn't really feel that with the zombies one. Like I felt like we could see it uh, a sequel to the zombies one, but because the watcher was like, and everyone died and the universe collapsed or whatever, <laughs> it kind of feels like uh, unnecessary. But this one feels like. Oh yeah, Shuri and Pepper working together can create you know a better future for this universe. Um, Kill. I mean, I thought some people were complaining about the scene where Killmonger kills Stark, and Stark is like, uh, "We're the same," or whatever. And Killmonger's like, "The fact that you can't see the difference between you and me, yeah, shows, yeah, that, some people... shows that you're blind or whatever." And people were yeah. mad about that, but I'm like, again, like that's so in character for Killmonger for him to essentially be like, like, like Stark's like, like we're the same, and Killmonger's like, but you're white. <laughs> yeah, and and it's like because I don't understand how people like could think that Killmonger is poorly written because he's really not. But the thing with Killmonger is that he's essentially a simple like he okay he, he has a simple like a simple ideology a correct a, ideology a, a, yes a, yeah and but he just goes about it in a very complex yet really wrong way and i was i was looking at comments about it saying like how like nakia had the same ideology as killmonger but she ran about it the right way exactly like, helping the military and all that stuff like that 
or like invading the military and all that stuff. The thing is with Killmonger is that, like, yeah, like he he is a poor he was a poor orphan kid in Oakland, and you know he never really had all that stuff, and he had to join the military in order for him to have a sense of power, because he didn't want to be oppressed anymore in those, you know, those like orphan or you know those messed up neighborhoods, and so. Like, I just don't understand when people are like, oh, my God, like, Killmonger makes it about race. And I'm like, well, because it is about race for him. Exactly. Like, because... It's like the people... It's like people didn't watch Black Panther. Exactly. And it's it's like, because, you know, of course, Killmonger, he does want to help people that are, like, oppressed. And, it, of course, it, you know, it's wrong in a way because, you know, he, in a sense, has the thought of, like, you know, black supremacy or, you know marginalized supremacy in a way but it's like you can't really be mad at Killmonger yeah it's like T'Challa literally said in the episode like you're trying to uh, like help oppression with oppression Mm -hmm. like you're just you're just trading one evil for another and I also saw some people complaining like they should have cut the episode because they killed Black Panther and it seems insensitive but I'm like like like, I I, I can kind of see where you're coming from but at the same time in, like we get the afterlife scene and that afterlife scene is beautiful in my opinion um i i don't think it's that big of a deal i mean they obviously made the episode you know before his passing exactly uh, uh, i think it's a bit of an overreaction but <laughs> yeah and i don't know like i just i just don't really see like why people are getting mad at killmonger like I don't see how people aren't more mad about last week's episode. <laughs> oh my god, I, I just I just don't see it. I can definitely see how people would think the episode's weird in terms of like the tone, because you know, like I said, you could just never like Killmonger and Tony Stark. They haven't even met, like, never met. It just feels kind of weird that they would meet in this episode of this universe. But um, I, I mean, I digress. I thought I thought it made sense because in this universe. Killmonger's obviously has a goal and he's using Tony Stark. And yeah. he said that he got the tip that there was an assassination attempt on Stark's life, which there was. Uh and he came in save the day or whatever in obviously in Stark's eyes. Um uh, I he's a master manipulator, so it makes sense that he manipulated Stark into thinking like, "Hey, we're best friends" or whatever. I don't know. I thought it. I thought it. I thought it made sense. Yeah, I, I feel you. Yeah, so I don't really get the hand on this episode, but it's a bit of a. We got through the news pretty quickly, but that's probably a good thing because we're gonna now we're gonna rank the MCU. Um, and this is gonna take a while. <laughs> it is. Um, so, so let's get started. The way we're gonna do this. Um, we're going to go from uh, uh, worst to best. And I think it's important to preface this by saying this is a favorites list, not a best list. If it was a best list, this would be a very different list. <laughs> so if if like like one of the best MCU movies in, in your opinion is towards the bottom, don't get mad because it's not a best list. Like, for example, minor spoilers uh if this was the best list, Captain America the Winter Soldier, easy top five. But as a favorites list, it's certainly not top five for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, 
but yeah so uh just keep that in mind and don't get mad so we're gonna be going back and forth uh going from you know like how many things are in this are in the mcu now 28 jesus christ okay uh yeah so do you want to start sure so at the bottom of my list not to say it's a bad movie because I actually like some things about this movie. Yeah, none of these, not, nothing in the MCU is actually truly bad, I don't think. I just think that, you know, they have a lot more flaws and can be fixed a lot, right. you know, more than others. But they're all pretty enjoyable in some aspects, you know. But at the bottom for me is The Incredible Hulk. Same. The Incredible Hulk. Um, then, oh, should, should I continue or like, are you, you going to say yours? Nah. Well, mine's The Incredible Hulk, too. So, okay. Yeah, you can go ahead. Then for next one for me is Thor, the first one, the first Thor. The first Thor, really? Yeah. Thor, the first Thor. Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? All right. Okay. So here's the thing. You know, some some one would say Thor: The Dark World, right? Right. But here's the thing about Thor: The Dark World. I only have one problem with Thor: The Dark World. With the first Thor. Uh, it's just I I I feel like I just I just feel like it's all over the place at, at times. Okay, right. So it's it's gonna take me a while to think. Mine's towards the bottom as well, or Thor the first Thor that is. Um, but my second to last is Thor the Dark World. Okay. Um, because <laughs> um, I think it's just tonally just off. It's like it's trying its its best to be like quippy and funny, but like it's it's tonally very dark, like visually. Yeah. Um, I don't think the plot is very good. The villain is just trash. Um, yeah, I feel you. The Aether is kind of cool, I guess, but it's I like the Aether, and I guess it's because like with Thor: The Dark World to me is that why I like him a little bit more is that Thor and Loki's relationship is kind of gets more established. Yeah. The, my problem with Thor, the dark world is that is the, like it's Natalie Portman, the, the, the Jane Foster's subplot of the movie. That's kind of what throws me off. Yeah. This movie, I mean, this movie is why she left until now, of yeah. course, but <laughs> for, you know, uh, until I mean that's why she left because she's essentially just a damsel in distress, mm-hmm. and Natalie yeah. Portman didn't want that, so she was like, "Screw this noise!" But now she's Thor, so so obviously then, she's going to come back for that. Um, of course, I didn't I didn't explain why Thor the first Thor is at the bottom for me, but like because I haven't seen it in a long time. But after like I because I recently thought about Thor the Dark World, and I just put that a little bit higher on my list. Um. And then with Thor: The Dark World, I, I do like the introduce, introducing of the uh, reality stone. Yeah, and... it's it's, a, it's, a, it's an important movie in the MCU, even though it's a word. I actually really respect uh, Marvel for making it the, like one of the most important things in like Endgame. It's like, yeah, let's go to, let's go back to most people's least favorite MCU movie. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. So what's your what's your next one? After Thor, it's Iron Man 2. 
Why? <laughs> why? Yeah, why? I personally don't like Whiplash. Uh, well, cause, no, cause, yeah, yeah, because okay, because here's my list. Of course, is the, the Incredible Hulk, Thor, Iron Man two, and then Thor: The Dark World. Okay, so you put Iron Man two below Thor: The Dark World. Yes. Why? Why? Why is no, Iron Man two that low? Iron Man two fucking sucks, bro. <sighs> okay, let's okay. Listen, my bottom four is the Incredible Hulk, Thor: The Dark World, Thor, and Iron Man two. So mine's yeah. pretty. Mine's pretty low too. Like I don't think it's great, but I mean, it's better than Thor: The Dark World. No. no. <laughs> yes, it is. No. Okay, listen. Let me explain why Thor is there for me above Thor: The Dark World. I really like Thor one personally, but everything on Asgard can go in the garbage. I think it's really boring, but everything on Earth I really enjoy. I feel like, like I think the like the whole fish out of water thing and Thor just like you know another <laughs> like I think it has some fantastic scenes on Earth, but everything on Asgard is I, it puts me to sleep, and Thor: The Dark World, everything puts me to sleep <laughs> in that movie. The, the the only thing I really like about that movie is when uh, uh, Chris Evans cameo is Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but other than that I'm like uh, I don't I'm not a huge fan of this but yeah Thor actually can find some enjoyment and then it's mm. Iron Man 2 I really like Iron Man 2 as far like like admit like it's at the bottom because I find other movies to be more enjoyable but I, I do I think it's enjoyable I don't think it's a great movie uh, some of my some there's a couple of scenes in Iron Man two that are my favorite. Just the only, in the, the in the MCU, like the, most, the scene I like the most in Iron Man two was when I in the race shack and he's suiting up and has a briefcase. That's right. my favorite thing. That's my right. favorite. That scene. scene and probably my favorite scene in that movie is the courtroom scene towards the beginning. Mm-hmm. I love that scene. I love that. Scene. I love that scene. Stark just schools Hammer and how Rhodey's introduced. And it's Don Cheadle for the first time. He's like, yeah, it's me. Get over it. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. uh, how uh, on the news, what's his name? The senator. He's like, screw you, Stark. I, I think that scene's fantastic. Obviously, the race car scene's great. Uh, Justin Hammer is just a delight. Uh, the whole sequence where he's like naming all his weapons, like the ex-wife and stuff. And Rhodey is just not impressed. I think I oh, think yeah, for sure. I think Iron Man two has some fantastic uh, sequences, and I think it it certainly can't like like the worst part of that movie for me personally isn't actually Whiplash. It's actually the fight between Rhodey and Stark. It's just a weird fight. It's a mm-hmm. weird fight. Like it like uh, the music that's playing is is what another one bites the dust. Weird choice. Uh, yeah. Uh, Black Widow's introduced in the movie. I think, I think it's a great introduction. How she's, you know, not Black Widow. How she's like, you know, spying or whatever. Uh, but then in the beginning, it's kind of weird. How Stark's like, I want one, and it's like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's uh, what's your next one? 
Um, so after Thor, the Dark World, um, it's Captain Marvel. And here and here's why it's so low. Not that it's a bad movie. Um, of course, it's just movies are higher, right? Right. Um, definitely a movie that gets a little bit more enjoyable as you watch it more. Definitely. Uh, and I don't. I don't consider. I don't consider Captain Marvel a bad like person in the in the movies, comics. We'll get into that another day. Uh, but I personally don't think the movie is like that bad. A little bit more dry in terms of like humor in, in the MCU. Yeah, it's definitely and, drier. I think that's why on a rewatch, since you know what's coming, it's a lot more yeah. enjoyable. Um, for me, I feel like these like these last four or five. It's kind of like obviously these are at the bottom. These are probably yeah. most people would agree these are at the bottom. It's about to get a little bit more blasphemous. <laughs> um, the next one uh, for me is Ant Man and the Wasp. Ooh, this okay. this one for me is just painfully average. Like it's not it's a not a bad movie. It's got some great sequences in it. It's it's funny, but it's just I don't fe- I feel like it doesn't do anything that much better than the first one did. I don't think it's funnier than the first one. Uh it doesn't break new ground uh except with the quantum realm stuff, I suppose. Uh, we get more giant man, but we already saw that in Civil War, so it's not as it's not as impressive as it could be if it wasn't in Civil War. I just think I just thought I came out of the movie, I was like, it was fine, <laughs> it was fine, I guess. <laughs> on a rewatch, it yeah. is better. Uh, like most things are probably better on a rewatch, mm. uh, except except Suicide Squad twenty sixteen. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I don't I know. I just thought it was. I just thought it was so average. Definitely, and that's and that's the next one on my list is Ant Man and the Wasp, and I can definitely agree for the same reasons. Yeah, it's it's definitely like an enjoyable movie. It's just like not like, oh my god. Oh. Um, and also the next one on my list is Ant Man, because I feel like with the Ant Man movies, they're like, they're important. Yet they're like just like really really average movies, but they're still really really enjoyable. Ant Man's a little bit uh, higher than that on my list, but we'll get there. Uh, the next one on my list, I think this one's this one. Uh, don't don't say it. What do you, what do you think I'm gonna say? I don't know, but I know it's not good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I feel bad because I, re- I because all these I I do genuinely like. But because they're at the bottom of the list, it feels like they're. It sounds like they're. I think they're worse than I think they are. Uh, mm-hmm. I like this. I like it a lot. But it's a favorites list, not a best list. I'm sorry. It's Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Dang. There's a lot of stuff to like about this show. There is, but the highlights of the series for me is Walker killing that dude in the middle of everyone. Yeah, I like that scene a lot. I like it. And um Isaiah Bradley. Oh yeah, for sure. I love I loved Isaiah. But Bradley. that's about it. For me. Damn, um bro. it was obviously great seeing Falcon become Captain America, seeing the suit for the first time great. Awesome. Uh I feel like Bucky wasn't 
in it as much as he should have been. I feel like Bucky was a bit underdeveloped. I feel like his storyline with the whole crossing out, you know, names in his book or whatever was just kind of dropped. And then in the final episode, it was just kind of like, hey, I killed your son. And then they move on. I'm like, I feel like that should be a bigger scene. Uh, um, Agent 13 as the power broker was just kind of eh. Uh, the Flag Smashers, I, uh, in their defense, was ruined by the pandemic. But I have to take it as it is. It's not as good as it could have been. Uh, I, the action sequences were great. All the action sequences were really good. Uh but I just don't find it that enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can understand that. I still think that's a, like, I still think it's a really good series. Definitely. It is. It is a good series. It is. I feel like it's better as, I, I feel like it was a little bit tainted by the week to week thing. I'm an advocate for the week to week thing. I think it's beneficial for some series. But I think this series would have been beneficial if it, if it was bingeable. <laughs> uh, so after after Ant Man, it's Avengers: Age of Ultron. What? What? I'm, and I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this right? I'm gonna say this. The reason why Am- Avengers: Age of Ultron is so low, I love Ultron. He's a really good villain, underrated in my opinion. Well, a lot of people can say he's underrated. Okay. I just think it's the weakest Avengers movie. Definitely, but like, and you'll you'll see why a lot of things are higher. Okay. Okay, and and that's in person one of the reasons why, because everyone in this movie was also kind of like, and it's kind of off in a way. Yeah. Um, I, can, I definitely I, in Age of Ultron people. I mean, I'll, uh, I'll get to it too, but like, everyone's probably at their worst in that movie. Yeah. Uh, both character-wise and performance-wise, mm-hmm. uh, I'll get to that in the in the more detail when I when I get to Age of Ultron on my list. But the next one for me is Captain Marvel. Okay, yeah, it's above Falcon and the Winter Soldier because it's better. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I just enjoy it more. It, I, it definitely on a rewatch, it was I I I thought it was just a lot better. Um, I really like her and Fury's dynamic. I really like Ben Mendelsohn as uh as um Talos. I thought he was fantastic. <laughs> I thought it was really funny. Uh, probably the standout of the movie and probably the best thing about the movie. Um uh I get, uh, a a big reason why people probably don't like the movie is the way Nick Fury lost his eye. Mm. I get it. But I'm not that yeah. bothered by it personally. I don't know. I I just I I find it enjoyable. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I I definitely agree. Um, I think you're one ahead of me, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go again. All right, yeah, yeah, um, for sure. The next one is, I can't tell if this is gonna be controversial or not. It probably is. It definitely is. It's Black Panther. Hmm. Yeah, I don't find this movie enjoyable culturally. I respect it. Uh, just, uh, as far as the writing goes and as far as the villain goes I respect it I just don't enjoy it I don't I don't think it's that fun to watch uh, which is unfortunate like I want to like it more I really do but I just something I don't know something about it I just I just don't enjoy maybe as much as I should have yeah um, 
I think it's overrated. <laughs> Again, this is a favorites list. If this was the best list, it wouldn't be much higher because I don't think it's that great. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just think it's I think it's overrated. Um, I think people again culturally incredible, but as a movie, I don't think it's that great. He's just fighting in uh, a villain version of himself. Although Killmonger's motives are fantastic, he's a great villain. I just don't think. I don't know. I don't know. I know you think it's overrated too. I don't. Mm, yeah. I, I yeah, don't think. I, you, I don't think you think it's as overrated as I think it's overrated. Um, yeah. It's like I don't know where it is on your list, but personally, yeah, I don't uh, enjoy it like that. Uh, okay. So <laughs> after oh, no. after Avengers: Age of Ultron. Oh no. It's Black Widow. Come on. Come Black, on. Okay. I thought it's, we were I thought we were brothers no, in no. arms and liking this movie more than other people. Oh oh yeah, we I definitely like this movie. I definitely like it. But less than part. Iron Man 3? Oh no 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 no. I Iron Man 3 is higher. It's higher. On Why? Place. Iron Man 3 is great. I agree, <laughs> but I think but Black Widow's better. Mm-mm. Come on. Okay. No, okay, not. explain. 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 For Black Widow, I think I think it's a really good movie because it introduces, like, of course, Black Widow. I feel like this should have been a, the second Black Widow, the second Black Widow movie in the MCU. I agree, it, but I I I feel like it's unfair to judge it that way. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm also going to say this: this the the movies I'm reading are off my letterbox list. All right. Okay. So this is also my favorites list. It is right. like I said, all these movies are enjoyable to me, and whenever like the the ranking to them is like, it, it like it's not like it's it's kind of like because it's because it's lower. I don't find it enjoyable because a lot of these movies are I find enjoyable, but also. But come on, what is with no. this tension? <laughs> <laughs> come on, I mean. No, no, no! Look. Look, you, you're gonna you're gonna disagree with me on this. Oh, I'm hurt because of Black but Black Widow. Let it let down Taskmaster here, and look, I'm gonna say this. All right, I have no problem with Taskmaster being a woman. I, people hate that reason. I, I hate that. Re- I hate that reason. Taskmaster is a woman. I don't care. I think Taskmaster is is really cool. Um. At first, when I watched when I watched the movie, at first I thought that, you know, it was kind of balanced for Taskmaster. But now that I think about it, kind of underused a little bit. And I just like the fact that, uh, I I would I wish they the one thing they added, in the movie, was Taskmaster training the widows. That's what I wanted to see, and I also don't like the fact that. Taskmaster is a mindless, beat like non-spoken like zombie. Here's why I don't like have an death. issue with Taskmaster. I agree that that uh, uh, they're a little underused in mm-hmm. the movie. I get yeah. that, but why I'm not annoyed uh, is because they didn't really make Taskmaster female. Like it's Taskmaster, but it's not. I forget the character's the actual character's name. Uh, yeah, Masters. 
Yeah, Tony Masters. Yeah, Tony Masters. It's not. It's not him. So I'm yeah, not, I know. So I'm like, okay, if if it, if they made him Tony Masters and that's the version that we got in Black in uh, in Black Widow, then I'd be annoyed. But because mm-hmm. it's it's Drakov's daughter, and I, I I'm just not I'm just not bothered by it. I feel like I feel like Masters could come down the line later, new and improved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can definitely see them getting Taskmaster, like bringing Taskmaster in as like you know Tony Masters. Right. I think it. I just think it works in the context of the story, and okay. I, I mean maybe they could have, um, uh, still used that character and maybe just not called it Taskmaster. But I feel like if if you think that changing the name of the character automatically improves the movie i think that's weird because then you're not judging it by how the good how good the movie is you're just annoyed Mm. that a character is not the way you wanted it to be from the comics yeah for sure you know i'm i'm all for i'm all for change like i like i said like i'm all for change it's probably 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 me saying this this is probably hypocritical to my point but like you know i'm all for like change and i I think it's i think it's fine but yeah like you know you you brought the point that I will now consider that like with this version of Taskmaster Taskmaster it works well with the story the context of the story you know and so even brought a good point and I I also take issue with a lot of people's uh complaint that it's like well this movie's bad because the villain is weak either either Taskmaster or Drakov or a combination of both and I'm like I can I, I get that because Drakov is a bit of a weak villain. He's very like like a stereotypical James Bond kind of villain. Like, huh, I'm yeah. evil, whatever. Um, but Marvel movies have had like um, like eighty percent of these movies have bad villains, and no one really cares that much. And but all of a sudden, we get this villain who who admittedly is a weaker villain but arg- but I would argue that it's still better than a lot of the stuff we got in phase 1 and and people love those movies but this one's trash because of it mm-hmm. I don't I don't I, I I don't get that Definitely. um let's let's like I'm next right I think yeah. I'm next this one might be controversial, but I I feel like I have a good reason for it. Iron Man one. Interesting. Um, because this movie is the blueprint. It it sets the bar. Okay. If it's if it if it's better than Iron Man, then obviously, or if it's more enjoyable, I guess in this case, then obviously it's going to be above Iron Man. If it's not as enjoyable as Iron Man, then it's going to be below Iron Man. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's just so much good stuff in the MCU that Iron Man is placed this low, just kind of out of circumstance. Yeah. Um. It's again, like I said, it's the blueprint. It's classic Stark. He's quipping whatever. It's enjoyable. The villain is just a villainous version of the hero. It's it's a classic. It's a classic story. You can't go wrong with it, and it's enjoyable. But I think there's more enjoyable movies in the MCU. Granted, again, this is a favorites list. There are going to be worse movies above this one, but that's because I enjoy them more. Mm. You know? Um, 
So yeah, Iron Man. That's why Iron Man is so low. Yeah. Okay. I understand. The next movie on my list, after Black Widow, is Endgame. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was about to say. <laughs> also, no, it's, it's 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 Black Panther. Okay. Okay. So we're not that we're not that far off then. Yeah. No. No. It's Black Panther. Um. Personally, I I agree with all all the reasons you said. Um, personally, I culturally is a good movie, but I think it's a it's a very like average Marvel movie. Um, it got nominated people... for Best Picture at the Oscars. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just dumb. <laughs> um, I. Of course, you know, there's some things I like about it. I like Michael B. Jordan, Killmonger. I like, of course, I love Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. Um, I like how it was, I mean, I, I like the visual effects of the movie. But, uh, but I mean, I just think it's really average. There's a lot of better Marvel movies out there. Agreed. Marvel MCU movies out there. So, yeah, I, I really have nothing much to add on because I agree with everything you said. Yeah, definitely. All right, let's pause here for a second. Let's make sure we're we're in, in the same spot. Where where are you on your list? I'm I'm like at the I'm at the third row. Third row. Uh, I'm like, I mean, yeah, but I'm at the third row for the second movie. Okay, cool. All right, cool. All right, then let's resume. Okay, the next one on mine is Iron Man three. Okay. Um. I really like this movie. It, I, I find it really enjoyable. It's definitely worse than Iron Man 1, but I do find it more enjoyable. Um, I think this movie only gets better with age. Yeah. Uh, I think the Mandarin twist, while I get why people don't like it, I think it's kind of genius. Um, how they use uh, Americans and the Westerns uh, assumptions of what a terrorist would be this generic middle eastern looking dude mm-hmm. it's like obviously that's the obviously that's the bad guy why wouldn't it be but it, but in reality it's a white guy um i um i mean yeah i, I think it's i think it's really i think it's really good i think it's really fun i it's definitely a shane black movie um if you don't like his vibe then i mean i guess you'd uh, wouldn't like the movie, but yeah, I, I think it's I think it's just really fun. For me, and then for the next one, is Iron Man three. I, I uh, Iron Man three over Black Panther for sure. Um, I like I said, I really nothing to add. Uh, because I I agree with everything you just said. Um, but I did I did like, um, extremists a lot. I like the extremists, uh, plot plot points. Yeah. That that that's really good. I wish Tony had made a suit out of the extremists, but you know it, it's fine. But like I said, I have nothing else to say because I agree. All right. So the next one on my list is Ant Man One. Okay. Um, I think this is. I think, I think this is underrated. I really do. It's certainly your standard MCU movie again. The heroes fighting a villain version of himself. Uh, but I think it's just fun. You definitely, it definitely has that Edgar Wright blueprint on it. 
that the second one definitely didn't have and I feel like that was kind of a detriment to that movie yeah um I think it I think it established everyone in that movie well I I don't know I think it's I think it was just a really fun enjoyable movie Paul Rudd is just infectious um but I mean yeah like the fight in Cassie's room and that train hits you train I mean that's funny just great creative action sequences uh I think more people should see this movie for sure uh the next one on my list uh is Iron Man and here's why I like Iron Man why Iron Man's higher than Iron Man 3 uh like you said it's the blueprint and that's exactly why I like the the blueprint um I find it really, really enjoyable. I the scene with uh, him and Yingxing, mm-hmm. I I can't. I feel like that whenever Yinsen. I rewatch it, yeah, yeah, I feel like that hits a lot harder. Um, right now, after the movie, after Endgame, yeah, definitely. And for me, um, I like the uh, also unpopular opinion. Well, not unpopular, but I do like. Terrence Howard's Brody, because I feel like with both Don Cheeto and T- Terrence Howard's like Brody, they're both like two sides of a coin. I like Terrence Howard's Brody because it's like he has that charisma and he has that swagger. You know, I do like his Brody. Do you like him more than Don Cheeto? Oh, definitely not. No, no. Yeah, I think he sucks. I think, no, I'm kidding. I, I thought think, he was fine. I just think I just think for me like to compare. Like wrote like a uh, Don Cheadle and Terrence Howard would be unfair because we only saw Terrence Howard for like one film, right? Um, but definitely is Don Cheadle over Terrence Howard in terms of like playing the character. Um, but also I do like the the ending of Iron Man, of the final battle in Iron Man One. You know, Iron Monger and Iron uh, Tony Stark. I think that was really really good. I like that a lot. Uh, I think the most impressive thing about Iron Man is that it still holds up it really does in it does every aspect of the movie the humor the action and especially the special effects hold up it's like yeah. like think about it this way that movie came out a year after spider-man 3 mm-hmm. and spider-man 3 i mean it doesn't look bad but i mean comparatively it i don't think there's like there's no comparison uh i uh, and it's obviously because just looking at the behind the scenes it's the use it's the use of of practical elements i mean that suit uh, is real i mean they cgi over it of course but they have that reference yeah for sure and it it just looks fantastic for this, for 2008 i mean man like if like if that movie if you showed that movie if you pretended like it didn't exist or whatever, and you showed that movie to someone today, people wouldn't bat an eye. Honestly. Yeah, it's great. Um, the next one on my list is Avengers Age of Ultron. Uh, okay. This movie, again, like similar to Iron Man 3, gets better with age. Um, sure. I think this one's just fun. I think you're right. The Ultron is definitely underrated, although I do wish... He wasn't as jokey. Yeah, for sure. Um, James Spader is such a perfect cast for that character. Uh, 
I like I get the decision to make him sort of quippy because the Tony Stark element to it. Yeah. But it just makes him a bit less menacing. Uh, the whole widow banner storyline is just kind of weird and forced. I don't really. Yeah. I feel you. Um, but the movie's just so fun. I mean, again, uh, similar to uh, um, Iron Man 2, not great, but it has some of my favorite sequences in the entirety of the MCU. The, the whole scene where they're trying to lift Thor's hammer. Yeah, that that was really. That I, was God, really I, I I adore that scene. Uh, the scene <laughs> where the scene where Vision uh, gives Thor his hammer, hilarious. That's as fu- funny as hell. Uh, the scene where this is all kind of just like in a, a short sequence, but like uh, the scene where Ultron comes in for the first time and he's like in that like super tattered uh, iron whatever uh, suit and he's like, no strings on me or whatever. De- definitely um, some great quotes from Ultron. So good. Um, the introduction uh, to the Maximoff twins were great. I loved. Oh, I love the hallucination sequences for each of the characters. I oh, I love that stuff. I love mental psychological stuff, which is why um, a certain series is going to be very high on this list. <laughs> But I psych- I love that sequence, but I want to know what did Hulk see. That's the question I'm trying to figure out. Um, I what, what did Hulk see? I'm trying to remember if it was like a deleted scene. I don't think it was. Uh, there was a little bit of extra stuff uh, with Hulk, but I think it was just him like running through a city. Um, but it was such a oh I mean and obviously the 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 Hulkbuster Hulk fight, fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean that's just that's just a, a great movie and there it's um we I say it's underrated but the more and more I see people talking about the Avengers movies the more I see and I think it's just because um just younger people having more of a voice and obviously when we grew up like the like when the Avengers came out the first one game changing yeah um but now that people younger than us are getting a bit older i see a lot of people saying that age of ultron is better than avengers 2012 for sure and i i understand i can get why i disagree but i can definitely i can definitely see that and i think it's becoming less of a of a underrated movie mm-hmm. uh, but what's uh what's next for you um next guardians of the galaxy 2 same because like Okay, so just thing. I love Guardians of the Galaxy too. I personally just think the first one is way better. the 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 big problem I have with Guardians of the Galaxy two, it's way too comedic. Thank it, you. It's, like, it's way too comedic. because it, 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 it's literally comic. It's like okay, they have like this serious scene and they ruin it with a joke. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, be serious for like five seconds. And it's like I get it's James Gunn. But James, I mean, he's proven to us twice now with the first Guardians and the Suicide Squad. He can he can inc- mix his movies, which are essentially comedies. I mean, they're just comedies through and through. But he has this way of having that comedic tone while also keeping that serious tone to balance it out. And there yeah. just wasn't all that balancing out in this movie except for Yondu's funeral. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
like, I mean, yeah, in the first movie, and that's one of the problems I have with another one of the MCU MCU movies, not uh, a James Gunn movie. We'll get to it when we get to it. Um, it's it could get away with it if it was funnier. Because okay, okay I'm just I'm just gonna skip ahead a little bit. I'm I'm gonna talk into more detail when we get to it. But Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. easily one of my favorites in the MCU, easily, but. And my biggest issue with it is that it lacks heart and it lacks that serious tone yeah um uh but it what carries it is that it's so incredibly funny <laughs> it's so it's yeah. so funny and guardians of the galaxy 2 just is not funny enough for me to not care about the lack of seriousness yeah for sure um like one of my least favorite scenes is is when uh they uh ego meets up with the guardians for the first time and he's like and he's he's talking to him and it's like it's a it's a relatively serious scene and then he goes excuse me i gotta take a whiz yeah it's like is that like is that necessary like really um one of my this is this was actually improved on a rewatch. I think I've seen this movie only twice, and it, I, I actually enjoyed this movie way more on a rewatch. If if you asked me to, if you if I made this, if if you asked me to make this list like a year ago, Guardians of the Galaxy two would have been a lot lower. But on a rewatch, sure. I enjoyed it a lot. Like for example, um, when I saw it in theaters for the first time, I thought that you know that runner uh, with the fruit, and they're like, it's not ripe yet. Yeah. I thought it felt when I watched it for the first time it felt like that went a lot longer but it didn't really they did it like three times and it was like towards the beginning of the movie and then it was over Mm -hmm. I was like oh that wasn't as bad as I remember Uh, but yeah still a lot of the issues with that movie is just balancing yeah for sure Uh, since we both have the same for Guardians of the Galaxy 2 why don't you why don't you go ahead and uh, say your next one you ready Oh God! Per, oh no! Per, no, no, no! I, I personally think it's not that bad, but I, I, I feel like this is. I feel like this movie is going to be a lot higher on your list. But for me, it's Doctor Strange. Uh, let's see. It's not that much higher. Yeah, but and it is higher. here's here's the reason why Doctor Strange is like that. I De- Doctor Strange is definitely like one of those movies. Like it's just really enjoyable. I definitely think that along with Ant Man, this movie is underappreciated. It definitely also needs more recognition because uh, some people just didn't watch Doctor Strange and it shows. Definitely. But but the reason why I also I mean there's a lot of reasons why a lot of Marvel movies are higher. It's just because like um, I don't know. I I definitely feel like Doctor Strange is like kind of like a like a middle film. Like, or it's like neutral film. It's a neutral film for me. It's like I don't love it all that much, but I don't definitely don't hate it. It follows the classic Marvel formula. It's a it's a standard MCU movie, but I think what carries it and what puts it over something like an Iron Man or an Ant Man is the actual mystical elements. Yeah, for sure. It it definitely definitely brought in that the more the mystical, like you know, this the mystical arts into the Marvel universe. And a lot of people say, and it's a fair criticism, that there's not a ton of it. It's just a lot of sparkly shields and whatever. Yeah. 
Um, that's fair. But at the same time, it's his first movie. For sure. Like, I like I can't imagine what we're going to be seeing in Doctor Strange 2. Especially after Infinity oh, yeah. War. I mean, whew. I mean, we'll get I, to I it. We'll get to it. But man. For sure. Um, are you ready for my next one? What is it? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, here we go. <clears throat> Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Yep. Oh, my God, dude. Why? Because, uh, <laughs> because I don't find it as enjoyable. Oh. We're getting we're getting into territory no. now where all these movies are so good. It's <laughs> yeah. It's like, OK, look, look, and I don't I don't blame you because the thing about Captain America, the Winter Soldier, from what I've been seeing, is that people are like, it's not as great as people make it out to be. And. I can understand that, but it doesn't apply to me, bro. That that movie is just way too good. It's way too good. Um, it's great. Again, if this was a best mm-hmm. list, this is top five. Oh, for sure. But <laughs> I just don't enjoy it as much. Obviously, there's incredible sequences, like obviously the classic, you know, Bucky versus Cap fight with the knife flip and whatever. Um, yeah. On your left, I mean, anything the Russo brothers touches turns to gold in this universe. But I know I just compared to the other Russo movies, I think this one is the weakest, and I don't find it as okay. enjoyable. Okay, uh, I think there's a, I think there's a lot of sequences that have lulls, and um. Even though I I, I I obviously really like this movie and I do enjoy this movie, and there again there's some stuff ahead of this that are I think are definitely worse, but I just find more fun. This is, yeah, this is like smack dab in the middle. <laughs> okay, understandable. Um, the next one on my list is Guardians One. Wow. Not that. Not that. I, I mean, after you said it, you thought uh, Guardians 1 was way better than Guardians 2, I expected it to be higher. It's definitely not higher. But you'll see why other you'll, you'll see why other ones are higher. Um, personally, this one was enjoyable. It's really, it's really, really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, let's see. One thing I would say about Guardians. It's a compliment, actually. Um, and that also goes with James Gunn with him in the Suicide Squad. James Gunn has a really good way of bringing characters that are not really known and bringing them to spotlight. That's what he did really well. Yeah, it's like, and why do we care about these guys movie. and then we care by the end? Yeah. It's really, really, really good. Um, like in the Suicide person, Squad, I didn't I, I didn't care at all about Rick Flagg. <laughs> and, he... and then, dude! Oh! Yeah. But they, I think it's because of the first movie, though. The first movie... Rick Flag sucked. That's why. Flag sucked in that first one. But we'll we'll save that for another day. But one thing I just wanted to see more of in Guardians One was more Ronin. I wanted to see more Ronin. Just a just a little bit more. A little bit more. I agree. Well, that, I, I think I think the amount of Ronin was fine. I just wish he was a bit more of a character. Yeah. He was just kind of a bad guy. Yeah, for sure. Um but Overall, I think this movie is really, 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 really good for what it is. It it has a seriousness 
because you know it's new characters dive into the backstories we'll get to a little bit more about about them but also it's just enough comedy to where it's like it's not like jarring if that's the correct word to use right but that, is it yeah so that that's that's kind of why i like it a lot better than guardians uh too all right well uh the next one on my list is avengers infinity war what psych i'm just kidding i was was like excuse me what uh uh it's actually uh captain america the first avenger okay 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 uh this movie i mean come i mean there's just so much heart in this movie it's just it's so gonna be surprised what i know it's really high on your list Oh yeah, it's it's well, it's it's not um, that high, but it is higher. Uh, I mean, yeah, like I said, this movie has so much heart. It's just so in just, uh, just uh, Rod Steve Rogers' kid like wonder in this movie is just so infectious, and it's just you just can't help but love the guy in the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I I I I don't really have much to say because this movie is just it's just so fun. It's just so fun. For, for sure, for sure. Uh, oh, man, you're going to be disappointed. Oh, no. You ready? <sighs> yeah. The next, the, next, the next one on my list is Thor Ragnarok. No. Oh, no. Okay. It's uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Really? Yeah. Really? Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Really? Yes. You know what? That's fair. I can because see that. I, it's it's because, um, mine's not that much higher, for homecoming. Yeah. Um, the reason why um, homecoming is like you know kind of like middle right now, um, I think it's a good introduction to like you know a new Spider-Man, high school's high school Peter Parker, like something we just haven't seen before until now. I know, right? <laughs> um, it's 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 really good. And it works really well. And I just like the fact of even though he is under, uh, you know, he's under Peter, uh, not Peter, he's under Tony's wing. He still tries to, you know, gain his approval and do things by himself because he doesn't want to be trapped by Tony Stark. And he actually wants to do good. Uh We'll get into that another day, but I'm tired of the complaints. I'm tired of the freaking Iron Boy Jr. thing. Oh my god! Yeah, when No Way Home starts coming around, we're definitely going to be talking about all the Spider-Man movies, and we're definitely going to be getting to. (laughs) We're definitely going to be getting to that those complaints. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm tired of that. So annoying. Whatever. Get it. Get into the next movie. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, The next movie on my list is Doctor Strange. Okay. Uh, Pretty much uh, the same reasons that you said. It's just uh, a bit higher because I enjoyed a lot. I really like uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange. I, I I really like that character, even though he's the worst. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I really I really like this movie. It's just enjoyable. So your turn. Really? Um, next one on my list is Captain America: The First Avenger. Hell yeah. Definitely a movie, I would say at times can be um, underappreciated. I think it's I think it's underappreciated out of the the trilogy for sure. I this that movie retroactively 
because until I literally could not care less about Captain America until Civil War. Even I, and I know a lot of people's turning point was the Winter Soldier. I still wasn't sold until Civil yeah. War, and I was Team Iron Man in Civil War. And he's and uh, when I went back and watched this movie, I, uh, I was like, man, this is great. <laughs> this is a great movie. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I de- definitely after rewatching it, it has a lot of it has a lot of a uh, heart, and you can just tell that, you know. Captain America is a truly genuine person who wants to like help people and he's never afraid to like put himself first and I really liked um, Red Skull a lot more in this movie um, after rewatching it of course so that's that's my biggest thing about it agreed um next on my list is Drum roll, please. It's Black Widow. Hmm. Um, okay. I, I really like this movie. I mean, like we talked about earlier, yeah, the villain is weak and whatever. And this is the point I wanted to get to when I, um, now that we're here. Um, the villain, the villain isn't really the focal point of this. It's not what you should be caring about. And and obviously I'm not saying that um, a weak villain is an excuse or it shouldn't matter. It definitely could have been improved. That's not what I'm saying. But I think the family elements in this movie were so good. I thought um, uh, Yelena and and um, Natasha and Red Guardian and um, what was her name? What was the mom's name? Melina. Yeah. I thought their dynamic was fantastic. I thought they were. Sure. I thought they worked super well, especially Yelena and Natasha. I mean, that runners in in movies are extremely hit or miss for me. It's either it's either it's really funny or it's it gets tiresome after a while. Yeah. Like the Guardians of the Galaxy two one with the ripe fruit. The whole your opposer runner throughout the whole movie is so good. <laughs> it's, it's so, so funny. funny. It's so funny. Um, obviously, uh, for me, it's it's like it's the most little random things that get me in movies. And like we referenced earlier, what is with this tension? Yeah. <laughs> it's just so funny to me. It's just I, uh, it's just such an enjoyable movie. I like. Um, I, I I saw some people complain that they wish it delved into more of her origin story a bit. But I feel like we didn't really need that. We got it. Um, we we've gotten it described. We got in those in those little little flashback sequences. Uh, I don't think it was it was that necessary. Would have been would it would it have been cool? Sure, but I don't think it was necessary. I just I I don't. I feel I just there's very little times where I can't wrap my head around why people don't like a certain thing. And this is one of those few times where I'm like, I don't see why people don't like this movie as that much. And I can't help but feel like a lot of that has to do with their bias towards Taskmaster. And then... Uh, Sorry. Um, <laughs> you're, you're reasonable. You're a very reasonable person. So you, you don't count. But a lot of people just... Uh, I think they just see that one thing and they're blind to the rest of the movie. 
and I don't think they judge it fairly. Um, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't think it's, I think it's sort of a similar thing with, um, Captain Marvel, how a lot of people see it, um, well, not a lot of, a lot of, uh, it's seen sort of the outside looking in, like it's the worst movie because of like the audience score. But in reality, that movie, most people like that movie. The only reason it has a quote rotten audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is because it was review bombed by True. just disgusting people. And by people, I mean men. Um, <laughs> uh, it's not people enjoy if you look at the uh cinema score it's just as high as any of the marvel movies um and i feel like for for black widow i think i think there's just a lot of bias getting in the way of people liking this movie i feel like i I feel like i just went on a mini rant i'm sorry i just have a lot of strong feelings about this movie because i think it's great and underrated Fair, fair. What's next the for next, you? The next on my list is The Avengers. 2012? Same. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Um, de- Definitely a really, really, really good movie. You know, with the uh, the setting up of the famous team. Loki was done really, really well in this movie, too. So good. What a great follow-up to his performance in Thor, too. Like, All, honestly, and then you have that, and you have uh, what hit hardest for me was Colson. Colson's death. That shit, that hits hard. Hurted. Really did. Really did hurt it. But I had nothing else to say about this movie other than it was really, really, really well. But we also had a conversation one time about the the cinematography. Yeah, people saying like, it, like, it, it looks, looks like, like a TV show, like a TV show, which makes sense considering Joss Whedon's background. You, Joss Whedon. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, which makes sense, and I and I get that complaint, and I can't really unsee it now. But it doesn't hurt my enjoyment of the movie. I can still quote so much of this movie. I've seen it so many times. Um, yeah, for sure. But I mean, yeah, a game show. I remember before this movie came out, I mean, it was like 2010 or 2011, um, and we were like what 10 or 11 years old. And I remember I was at dinner with my parents. We were out somewhere, and I thought I was the smartest kid in the world I was like ma dad and my mom and dad are are dorks so they like they kind of they kind of understand this stuff very lucky to have parents like that um I was like I was like ma dad we got a Hulk movie we got an Iron Man movie we got a Thor movie and we're getting a Captain America we're totally getting the Avengers I'm calling it now we're getting an Avengers movie and <laughs> the Avengers movie was totally like already filming then it was already announced <laughs> like it was happening and I was just like this is totally happening because I'm, I'm like 10 years old I'm like I'm not on the internet um, but yeah I thought it was the smartest kid in the world and when it came out obviously a huge game changer uh, just seeing all those heroes together I mean it's like at the time it was like nothing can get better than this this is the peak <laughs> and of course um, I mean we certainly got more than that sure yeah so what's next for you um the next for me well we're doing shows right yes all far falcon and the winter soldier why is it so high that movie's or that show's trash like i said earlier just kidding it's not. <laughs> just kidding 
But you want to know the re- the main reason why I like it so much? What? Not not because okay, so yeah, of course it's nice seeing a little a little bit more, like it dives into the, um, of course like the uh, the racial aspect of Sam becoming Captain America and also the. I'm just, so happy they did that. I know I did. I like that too. Other people didn't like it, and we know what types. We know we know what type of people those people are. Uh, Falcon um, the Winter Soldier wasn't about race. Stop putting race into everything. Episode five, freaking literally, Isaiah Bradley confirms it, <laughs> as has been hinted and heavily, heavily implied throughout the series. Um, not only was it, not only do they like uh, go into about that, um, more into Bucky and how like he lives with that you know guilt. Right, I liked John Walker. I liked I liked him a lot. John Walker's fantastic. I mean, obviously as a person, trash, but as a character, yeah, so really, good. really, really great, complex character. So like he is an he is an onion. So many layers around he his character. He is indeed an ogre. An ogre? What? Because ogres are like onions. They have layers. That's true. But oh. that's. That's the reason why I like this show so much. How'd you feel about yeah, uh, How'd you feel about Power Broker? Eh, it's whatever. Yeah. Don't really care. Don't really care about Sharon Carter that much. I I I think the best course of if I was Kevin Feige personally, <laughs> uh, I am Kevin Feige personally. I would make her a scroll. And have the real Agent Carter. I don't know somewhere else. I can I, I, I can see that because like I like, like I get why she's mad and she's every right to be mad but I just it just um, it just I, feels weird it doesn't it, I don't, yeah it doesn't it, it just doesn't feel like right and I don't really of course, you know, buy her as a villain and it's also we yeah. haven't really gotten enough of her to feel like like oh this is a big twist yeah for sure uh, uh, oh yeah! Oh yeah! It's your turn. Am I next? Uh, yep. Let's see. We did Avengers twenty twelve. Mine was also Avengers. Okay. Uh, mine is Spider Man Homecoming. Mm, okay. Yes. Uh, certainly not at the top. There's just so much good stuff now. Um, yeah. But this is probably one of. If we're talking best, it's probably top three Spider Man movies. Um. Um, it's this movie has my favorite sequence of any Spider-Man movie, which is the sequence once once Adrian Toomes open opens that door oh. for for Peter all the way up until he enters the dance. My favorite sequence in any Spider-Man movie. It's just oh, it's it's, it's like action sequences. Nah, the train sequences in Spider-Man Two. Nah, into the spot. Nah, that. Oh my god. Well, <laughs> dude, also. Thing. Also, like when 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 we saw it, like in theaters, we were everyone was just like, everyone was just like, ooh, and like, dude, that was everyone oh. was like, ooh, and then we were like geeking out, like, yeah, we were, we were like, we were, like jumping so in our seats, we're like, oh, shit. oh, dude, oh. That, that was, man, I want to relive that moment again, bro. True, uh, mm. but uh, right. yeah, you kind of got the Spider-Man Homecoming stuff out of the way. So, what's next for you? WandaVision. First MCU show. Um, Should have been Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but yeah. No, no. No, it, it was supposed to be Falcon and the Winter oh, Soldier. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like the last time. Yeah, it was supposed yeah. to be August 2020. But. That's true. But 
Um, I think the show was really good. Uh, kind of dive deep into the mind of Wanda and all that stuff. Really nice seeing Evan Peters again. Um, kind of fucked him over though. But we'll mm-hmm. get into another day. I'm gonna get into that when I get to night. Night. Nice seeing. Uh, you know, Agatha. Agatha was really nice. And I just liked. I liked it. I liked it uh, a lot. It was really cool seeing. Oh, also, but besides that, it was also nice seeing um, Darcy again. We haven't seen her since, what, yes. 2013, 2013? Yeah, 2013. And nice, also nice seeing Jimmy Woo. The Woo. Hey, the Woo, bro. The guy. I know. I just, I love that. I I love that. I like that series a lot. Um, there's also, I have another complaint, but that's about the fandom. We'll get into that another day. Yeah, we'll definitely get it another day. That's a that's that's a whole podcast within itself. Um, Honestly, yeah. The next one for me, Shang Chi. Mm. Um, yeah, we're getting to top ten territory, and it's like, where whichever movie is in this top or show within this top ten is obviously just great. Um, yeah, Shang Chi just completely blew me away. I mean. We, we talked about this in length in our podcast, uh, uh, reviewing it in full. If you want to check that out, it's there. Um, but just, I mean, yeah, this blew, this movie blew my expectations away. The action is great. The story is great. It feels familiar to the MCU while also having its own identity. Uh, I mean, just, I was not expecting much from this movie. And it ended up breaking my top ten pretty freaking easily. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Uh, I mean, yeah, because we already talked about this in length. I don't want to go into too much detail, but yeah, um, definitely, definitely Sean Chu's right here. What about you? So the next one on my list is Spider Man Far From Home. Wow. I think, I think, <laughs> I think it works really, really well as a Spider Man movie more than Homecoming because. Fair. Like like I said before, even though, um, like you know, even though, Tony, uh, not Tony, Peter tried to try to do things on his own, he was still under Iron Man's shoulder in Homecoming, and now that that doesn't happen anymore, he's so like I feel like that's just a way for him to mature. Uh, Mysterio was was a really good villain. I liked the the scenes with. You know, Mysterio messing with Peter and all that stuff. And I just like the way of the aspect of how, um, like, you know, like emotionally and like mentally that Mysterio, like, you know, hurts like Peter. So that's, that's why I like it so much. Definitely. I'll get into my thoughts on that one and, uh, when we get to it. But, uh, I definitely agree. Uh, but the next one on my list is Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Um, pretty much all the reasons you said I, I definitely like it certainly a lot more than the second one mm-hmm. um, I mean I, I don't I don't I don't even know what to say about this one I mean like because like you said it's bringing a bunch of characters that no one knows anything about and making making you care for them it's crazy how in James Gunn's debut with these characters that sound absolutely ridiculous it just it's so good um, For sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything else to say about it. So, uh, 
Um, let's see. The next one on my list is Loki. Same. Loki, de- definitely the best show so far um, out of the MCU. I liked the character development of Loki. You know, him seeing like himself die in you know Infinity War from that alternate timeline, that branch. I love the dynamic between him and Mobius. Yes. And then also I like him the the dynamic of between him and Sylvie. It was it was really, really, really good. You know, there's some like relationship dynamic there. Really, really good. But also not only that, but I loved, loved Immortus, aka the variant of Kane the Conqueror, which will which we now see throughout uh, the That's MCU. not Immortus, that's he who remains. Nah, it's Immortus, bro. No, bro, it's he who th- they said he who remains in the episode, so uh, you're no. wrong. No. It's obviously he who remains. They said it. He who remains is a character for the comic series. It's, it's, it's he who remains. I'll get into that in another podcast. I saw some people, so much, I saw some people so who much. were like, it's it's not Kang, it's he who remains. So like, uh, uh, we were right. Uh, it's not Kang wasn't actually in the series. So Exactly. exactly. People were like trying to get so technical and I'm like, hey, 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 bro. Like literally... It's a variant of King, so it's essentially it is King, bro. Stop being so dense. Um, yeah. Since we both have Loki um, on on our list at the same same time, the next one is Avengers Endgame. Top five. Okay. It's not high. The reason why it's not higher is because they Endgame ruined Captain better. America's arc. Nah. They didn't. Oh, of course. I, I know what you're talking about. But that's obviously your reasoning. Or is it because no. Black Widow didn't get a funeral? <laughs> no, I'm mad because is it, it should have been Clint. Yeah, it should have been, been Clint, <laughs> not that. It should have been Clint, not that. God. Well, there's so much that I have to say about the fandom, bro, and people's comments. Like I said, we're going to get into that another day. But... Personally, I just think that this movie is, I mean, it's really good for what it is. A lot of fan service, a lot, the nice, a nice plot of going back to, you know, different Marvel films and, um, you know, getting all the stones, really nice character development, further character development of more, uh, you know, like Iron Man, uh, Captain America, Hawkeye, Hulk and all that stuff. It is actually, it's actually really nice. And of course the, final scene is something that I would die to see again in theaters that was probably the best theater experience of my life so far 100% so I can't wait for that yeah I'm gonna get into more detail about that when uh when I get to it but uh the next one for me is Spider-Man Far From Home um this one again if this was a best list it would not be this high uh there's just some plot issues with this movie that I just cannot ignore uh, how Peter is just in that bar unmasked without any you know oh, issue, yeah. whatever Edith is a bit problematic uh, and it, it, it's 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 a it's it's a bit weird but uh, I'm also extremely biased towards this movie because Mysterio is my favorite Spider-Man villain um, and they did him so freaking well um, I, I, I loved how his <laughs> I loved how his villain suit 
besides the actual Mysterio suit, is a freaking mocap suit. Oh, yeah, I love that sure. so much. And obviously, the suit, you know, the suit itself is incredible. It's like when they announced they were doing Mysterio, but it's like, well, they're not going to do the fishbowl, right? I mean, that's ridiculous, but man do they pull it off so well and obviously the illusion sequences are just fantastic and you're right it it feels the more like a spider-man movie compared to homecoming and i also feel like it's the most spider-man-y uh we've gotten from tom holland except maybe infinity war yeah well actually i feel yeah infinity war and civil war in my opinion yeah I kind of want. Oh, yeah. I kind of want. <laughs> I kind of want the Russos to direct the next Spider-Man trilogy because someone's di- someone different is going to have to direct this next Spider-Man trilogy since John Watts is doing uh, Fantastic Four. Yeah, I'm going to have to hit up the Russo brothers on TikTok and <laughs> spam them on it. It's like, hey, can you guys? Uh, I know you're in talks with the the Marvel, so like, uh, Spider-Man trilogy for sure, definitely. But yeah, Far From Home is is definitely my probably my favorite Spider-Man movie. Maybe Into the Spider-Verse would beat it, but yeah, uh, certainly on this uh, MCU list, Far From Home is is definitely up there. Honestly, my next one after Endgame is Shang Chi, and here's why it's so high on my list. It's because I just think that it works really really well. And it's definitely the best origin movie out of the MCU so far. Well, yeah, so far. Definitely the best right now. Um, for Shang-Chi, really, really nice choreography, which I like a lot. Um, definitely really great characters. Aquafina was really good as Katie. Nice comedic, comedic relief. Also has a really good set of flashbacks. Um, you know, not, nothing that's like too over the top with like the relationship between Shang-Chi and um, his sister Zhao Ling. Also, just Wenwu, aka the Mandarin. Oh, such a great villain. So good. Tony De- Leung De- just killed it. I know. Definitely top three villains of the MCU. 100%. And um, it's just. It's just also nice to just see, like, something that's catered to the POC communities. 100%. You know? um, and, sorry, go ahead. Uh, like, like you said, like, in the uh, in our other podcasts, is that it does a good job of catering to the Asian community, but not pandering, you know? Right. It's not like pandering. And that's what's really good. I like this a lot. I love the movie a lot, and I definitely think the recency bias has fell off for me. But it's definitely in my top top five. For uh, sure. Speaking of Shang Chi uh, and our Shang Chi review, <laughs> we kept we kept calling Morris Maurice. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, we're idiots, but it still works. It's close enough, right? Yeah, it's like oh, hey, yeah. Maurice. <laughs> yeah, forgot to, forgot to say that Ben Ben Kingsley was really really good. Nice seeing, nice seeing him again. Nice callback to Iron Man three. Uh, nice, you know, seeing Morris, cute little fella, Maurice, yeah. Maurice, 
but yeah, that I, I have nothing really else to say. So it's your turn. Uh, the next on my list, and after this, we're getting into our top fours, right? No, this is our top five. Um, but uh, next yeah. on my list is Wandavision. Uh, like I was talking about earlier, this is I love the psychological stuff. Um, yeah, the finale was a bit disappointing, but mm-hmm. yeah, you know, for sure, is what it is. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock the rest of the series because of that. Um, it was just so so good. I love a lot of people didn't like and couldn't get past the whole old sitcom thing. I yeah. loved that. I like I've seen I Love Lucy, I've seen Bewitched, and I I I I, I thought it was just fantastic going into uh Wanda's psyche like that, seeing the reality break around her slowly. Um uh an incredible intro to Monica Rambo. I for sure. Uh it was, I mean, sure it was WandaVision, but it also felt like her show. Yeah. Um, so I'm super excited to see her in the Marvels. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was just, it was so, it was, it was such a great way to kick off the Disney Plus shows. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything to say. So uh, what's also- next for you? Just wanted to say that they, they need to stop doing my boy Vision dirty like that, and they need to leave him alone. True. Oh wait, yo, I was going to talk about freaking a uh, Mr. Ralph Boner. Yeah, um, getting that. Man, I was so hyped. I was, I was. I know. I was so hyped, and it's like it's like even if they didn't go with the whole multiverse thing, I mean, come on. I like if they, I, I wouldn't be as mad if it wasn't a boner joke. Like really. Really? Right. Yeah, I don't know. Come I don't on. know who thought. I don't know who thought. Who thought about that? But you know, it's whatever at yeah, this point. That sucks. But uh, yeah. The next movie on my list: Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Yikes! Just kidding. <laughs> Shut up. And <laughs> I like this movie so much because not because of the fight scenes, because you know, like it's really nice seeing like you know Winter Soldier really really menacing uh definitely him catching cap shields one of the like hardest scenes of the mcu uh and even though i'm not a political person i like the politics in this like movie and like i like the aspect of like yeah like you you know the government has like your identity and all that stuff i like that a lot it's it's really interesting and it's something that like they kind of talked about in the comics a little bit, uh, but it's nice seeing in live action. So I like that a lot. And it's also nice seeing like Captain America, like you know, finally figuring out like you know stuff, even after like you know he's been like been like awakened for like like a long time. So that's really nice. Yeah, I can't I uh, can't entirely disagree. To be honest. I just don't uh, enjoy it as much as the other movies, but uh, it's definitely one of MCU's best. Um, the next one for me is Avengers: Infinity War. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, now, now, I'm ex- now I'm now I'm intrigued to see. Oh, actually, I already know your top one. I already know. I already know it. No, you don't. I do. No, you don't. I do. You don't. I do. You don't. Five five bucks. Um, twenty five cents. 
It's not being cheap. Go on. <laughs> okay. So Infinity War. Um, the, the only reason it's not higher, because again, it's favorites list, is uh, a, a lot of my reasoning when it comes to favorites list is, can I rewatch this without getting tired of it? And it's not that I would get tired of Infinity War. Obviously, it's high. It's this high for a reason. But it's, I mean, this movie is just very, um, I mean, it's it's just a downer, isn't it? It's what? It's a downer. It's a downer? Yeah, it's a downer. It's like, like it's very, like it's very dramatic the yeah. whole way through. It, like, like obviously the people are making quips, like obviously it's a, it's still a Marvel movie, but like, I'm not trying to cry. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. Uh, so yeah, I'm just I'm not trying to watch this over and over and over again. Um, uh, it's gonna be a bit hypocritical for <laughs> one of the other movies higher on my list, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm, it's just not a movie I can watch over and over again because it's so. It's uh, it's. I don't want to say it's slow. But it's a bit slow, for good reason. Mm-hmm. But it's a bit slow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't really have anything to say about that. Obviously, it's top four for a reason. I'm not saying I can't rewatch it over and over again. Obviously, I can. Otherwise, it'd be, you know, farther down, because it's still an an incredible movie. But uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Infinity War. Number four. Your turn. <laughs> For me, it's the next one is Thor Ragnarok. Same. Def- definitely the best out of the Thor trilogy. A million has a percent. Lot, has a lot of heart, really, really comedic, but also so like, still has like serious points. Something that um, <clears throat> Garden Soup didn't do, right? Um, I also like the aspect of like I, I love Odin's quote of saying like even if you had both eyes you still couldn't see the, the picture and Burn. saying pretty much telling him like you don't need a hammer like for your are to, you, you know, god of hammers <laughs> and it's like you know you don't really need yeah you don't need a hammer to like and you the hammer's know, only like, there to, be, 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 to be, be control your power. Not, it's not the source of his power. Yeah. But so yeah. that was nice. Nice seeing, you know, like a little bit more of like, you know, the motivation for him being a better god. Uh, nice seeing, you know, Thor and Loki having more character development as always. It was really nice seeing that. Nice seeing Hela. Oh my god. Great. Great, great, great villain. Great villain, I like. And like of course, the best addition to the MCU and the history of the MCU, and will never be topped. Korg, 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 and Meek, Korg the and best Meek, du- the best duo ever. I mean, hey man, <laughs> hey man, hey hey hey, take it easy, man. Easy, dude. Taika Waititi, bro, it's amazing. Um, yeah, I mean that movie. Like I said earlier, I think it lacks heart. Uh, it's like Odin dies and it's just kind of like okay uh, I mean there are some okay moments as far as like seriousness goes but it the the 
humor definitely carries it. And it was really I because have you seen any Taika Waititi movies? Um, no, but I've been wanting to watch a uh, hunt for the wilder people. It's on Netflix, so I've been wanting. I'm going to watch it tonight after I'm done doing some homework. He, um, well, he's he, generally speaking, he's really good at bringing heart into his movies, as as uh, along with the comedic stuff. So it yeah. was, it was kind of disappointing to see that that wasn't that was kind of lacking in in Ragnarok, but again, you know, it's still my number three. Uh, it's just the humor just carries it completely. Um, but yeah, since my since Thor was also my number three, why don't you continue? Second one on my list is Captain America: Civil War. Um, then again, like I said, I'm not really a political person, but I do like the politics in it. I do like the fact of you know both sides, like hey, like you know we should be our own people, and then Iron Man's like no, like you know we should have some like regulation, like because people are getting hurt out here only after thinking that because some woman decided to shove like her dead son in his face like dang bro sorry that your son didn't make it i'm sound i sound insensitive but it is what it is team cap all the way um no no, stop stop yes stop it weirdo no but also nice seeing Spider-Man. Spider-Man broke the internet that day when the, the trailer dropped. Oh my god. Really, 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 really good. Um also just the just the dynamic in the, the final of the final battle between them. Oh not the final, but the airport battle was really good. Also just Iron Man learning the truth of how his parents were killed was really, really good too. And like the final battle and the final quote or the quote is like Captain America you know you don't deserve that shield my father made it and then Captain America just drops it you know that was, that was really good yeah okay so I have, a, I have a bit of a personal anecdote with this one this uh, Civil War was my sort of fire rekindling for all this stuff um, and that really all that's because of Spider-Man. Uh, obviously, I had I had loved superhero stuff through and through since I was a kid. I mean, I watched Spider-Man 2002 just on repeat. Uh, but, like, I'd watch the movies and stuff like that, and I enjoyed them, but I wasn't really like, oh my god, I gotta see this movie, this is so exciting, or whatever, anytime, like, a trailer would come up. Like, I remember the when the trailer for Age of Ultron came out, I was like, cool (laughs) which is also that that trailer was great anyway um also at the time around 2012 2014 andrew garfield spider-man movies came out and i was just not a fan at all and it kind of killed my vibe for spider-man for years and i was at the time i was very like like Spider-Man was always my number one at that time Batman was my number one because the Andrew Garfield movies really left a bad taste in my mouth now going back to those movies I like them a lot more but at the time really killed my vibe and it wasn't like 
I was I wasn't really on the internet at the, at the time, so it wasn't like outside influences telling me like this movie sucks. Andrew Garfield sucks. I just didn't personally. I just wasn't really a, a big fan. Um, but yeah, I was really like DC uh, forward with everything. Not DC EU forward. I still did not like it, but generally I was very big on DC. Um, and then that fateful day, Captain America: Civil War trailer two drops Mm -hmm. and at the end of the trailer Stark goes under ruse and Spider-Man flips in steals Cap's shield it's like a flip switch in my brain and everything I loved about these movies and everything about Spider-Man came flooding back to me and I just I mean I'll I'll, I'll never forget that and Civil War will always have a, uh, a place in my heart for that um I remember seeing the movie opening night. Uh, we got like the front seats, so we had to break our necks to look at the screen. But man, was it worth it! Mm. Um, uh, seeing Spider-Man with the Avengers was just so cool at the time. Um, uh, yeah, it just rekindled that flame for me for this stuff, and that flame hasn't mm. died down since. Uh, and like I've seen this movie so many times I can like I can I can quote so many lines from this movie but um, yeah that's Civil War for me what's uh, what's your number one Infinity War what a basic bit no I'm kidding oh my god (laughs) just kidding um, so really good really good at the the crossover you know biggest biggest crossover you know in the MCU uh, so thus far or at the time really nice seeing you know do like you know different teams which all trying to find a way to figure out what's going on and try to stop Thanos from getting the stones uh, it was also nice uh, seeing like I said you know Than- Thanos for like for actually for a long time because we saw him in Guardians of the Galaxy Actually, no, it was the Avengers. No, yeah, it was Guardians. Of... Yeah, okay, okay. I was, I was right. It was, was the first Avengers. Yeah, it was nice seeing you know, uh, Josh Brolin as Thanos. Really, really, really good. I was excited, but also reason why this has like a special place in my heart is because I literally saw the movie back to back, Thursday and Friday, and those audience reactions stuck with me. It stuck with me. Everyone was crying. Everyone was cheering. But, like, I just think it was a really, really great movie. And like I said, Infinity War is just better than Endgame to me. I think it's kind of hilarious, the juxtaposition between the endings of both Infinity War and Endgame. How everyone is, like, cheering it with Endgame and stuff like that. And Infinity War is just silent. (laughs) I know. Because everyone's like, what the hell just happened? (laughs) Exactly. It's like, it's just... It, it was just so crazy, and like I also love how the old, not the very ending, but of course, the way Thanos, like you know, ends is by with him sitting. It's just it's crazy, and the the parallel of that, but Infinity War is in my heart a lot. Yeah, so it's in my heart. My number one is Endgame, as we've established I, already. 
I know. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, the th- <laughs> why do you sound so disappointed? <laughs> no, I say I knew it. I knew that yeah, it was. Yeah, but you're like I know, I know. Like, Ugh. yeah, no, this guy no is, because this guy's favorite is Endgame. Gross. I know. I know because I was right. <laughs> no, but I mean, the theater experience for from for this movie alone kind of oh, just yeah, sure. shoots it to number one for me. I mean, just unmatched unmatched i don't think it'll ever happen again um even though i mean obviously the mcu is still gonna go and they're gonna have you know their big i just don't think with the connection i have with those characters i i don't think i'll have another theater experience like that ever again um not until no way home drops oh you know that that i mean that yeah yeah um but spider-man no way home also doesn't have 10 years worth of storytelling culminating in one movie. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't have 10 years worth of, uh, you know, culmination, but it has, you know, 14 years of Tobey Maguire and, you know, two years in the legacy of Andrew I mean, it has five years of Tobey Maguire. Nah, bro, 14. 14. Uh, I haven't seen him in 14 years, bro. Yeah, I mean... I haven't seen him in 14 years. Listen, it'll be cool, but... It's not gonna. It's not gonna. I just don't think it's gonna have the same impact for me no. in the theater as no, Endgame. No, I don't think it will. It will. I, I will, listen. I will. Listen. I'll be very excited, but I just don't think. I don't think. Listen. The entire third act. I was in Endgame. I was bawling my eyes out. I don't think that's gonna happen. I, I'll, I'll be hyped. I'll be. No. Like, I'll be like cheering. No. But I don't think I'm gonna be bawling my eyes out in the theater. No. I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna pay every person in the theater to make sure that they freaking scream and cheer. All right, I, and I'll be with them. I just don't think it'll have the same impact for me. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask Ant Man to like go inside your brain and make you cry, like you did with Endgame. I mean, we'll see, we'll see. But but I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I'm a, I'm also a, a sucker for time travel. Yeah, in, time in travel is really good. I like I like the time travel in Endgame a lot. Uh, I like, yeah. I mean, I think I think Endgame, personally for me, is just unmatched. I used to I used to conform to the masses and be like, yeah, Endgame is my favorite, but Infinity War is better. But I think I'm just gonna speak my truth. I think Endgame is just a better movie than Infinity War. I think it is. I, I just I don't know. <laughs> I think it's a better movie. Not that I get the information I need. I'm about to break your neck. <laughs> okay. Famous. Wow. But. I but I, I I respect it though. They're still really good movies. Incredibly good movies. But um yeah, that's that's our MCU ranking. Um I mean, it, listen, if you uh want to see our list, we did this on Letterbox, so if you want to follow us on Letterbox, you can. I'm Zenith on Letterbox. What's your um what's your Letterbox? Letterbox? Torrentino. All right, Torrentino. So, yeah. Um, uh, is that the show? It is. Thank you for listening to the Avengers podcast. If you want to follow us, we're at Avengers on Twitter. That's A V E N G E nerds, all one word. If you want to follow either one of us, you can reach me at Shonen Torrent. And, you know, where, where, they can, where they can reach you? Uh, they can reach me at it's Zenith underscore on Twitter 
Uh, and I'm probably going to be uh, uploading a bit more to YouTube. I'll probably be like uploading like clips from this podcast and stuff like that. Maybe some solo stuff. I don't know. But uh, you can you can subscribe there at YouTube.com slash It's Zenith. So, sounds good. We have a Discord if you'd like to join the conversation there. And that will be linked to the show notes. Thanks again for listening to the Avengers podcast. We'll see you next week. This is a long one. <laughs> Two hours. It was a long one. Two it was hours. a long one. I, I was like, I was thinking to myself, I was like, dang, bro, you're going to have a lot. <laughs> I'm going to be editing for two hours. <laughs> <laughs>